Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It is the final, final version of the India Against England daily podcast. Thank you so much for listening over the last 54 episodes of this podcast. Thank you very much indeed to all the fan badges for giving up their time to come on the podcast as well. Always enthusiastic, always knowledgeable and always there when you need them. So thank you to everybody that's been involved in this podcast. And for one final time, let's talk about what we've seen. Um, Terrific game today. We've almost saved the best to last. Sam Curran nearly getting England across the line just fell short. So congratulations to India. They've won the Test Series. They have won the T20 International Series and they today sealed a 2-1 victory in the ODI Series. Let's start off with an Indian badger to talk about that. Raj, let's bring you in, shall we? I've got them all with me tonight, I think. Um, Only Sam and Knuckle are missing. Raj, that was a terrific game, wasn't it? Sam Curran nearly getting them across the line. There is nothing between these two sides when it comes to white ball cricket. Absolute humdinger, you know. Finally, you know, we got a series finale that we all deserved and it was a special, special series and to round it off with such brilliant performances from both sides. I think what was interesting this match especially was that both the teams made mistakes, but uh, there were good cricket also being played in this game. And that's what made a good contest and was definitely the finale that we all deserved. Ash, from an English perspective, Sam Curran, nearly the hero, wasn't he? But I was saying to the guys before we press record that if every time somebody completed a chase like that and became the hero, it would devalue the hero bit, wouldn't it? Sometimes people do have to fall short but he's got nothing to be ashamed of tonight that was a terrific innings from him yeah fantastic from Sam Curran took it deep showed that he has got that ability with the bat maybe a little bit of a, a sort of a big show there for Morgan who maybe started to doubt him a little bit it seemed in the T20s dropping him down the order and as you say you can't always beat the, the total hero I thought it reminded me a little bit of Jimmy Pearson's efforts in the uh, in yeah. the big bash where he fell just short and yeah it, it's the fact that not often does does the hero get to go the whole way and, and win the game like Ben Stokes did? It's that that makes it so special. So he had a great game and you can't blame him on just missing out. Let's bring Rito in because Rito's based in India, but he's been supporting England throughout the uh, the tour. Um, but Rito, you've got to like a foot in both camps really, haven't you? These two sides in white ball cricket, there is nothing to suggest that these two sides could not be the finalists when we come to the World T20 final in the autumn. They are the two best sides in the world when it comes to white ball cricket for me. Yeah, we all expected a humdinger of T20 series and ODI series for the start and sides have delivered, yes, as an England and I'm disappointed 
disappointed that England didn't get across in both the series, but still a great spectacle. One of the things on this podcast, Anand, is that we always look at um, the cricket side of things. We, we are patriotic, obviously, in our respective capacities, but it's all about the cricket. And today's game um, was a very fitting last sort of full stop to this tour. It's been a long tour. It feels like ages since we played the test matches, but today's game was very, very good indeed. Yeah, and this is a fitting end, isn't it? We've been seeing some phenomenal cricket across the entire tour, but it's often where one team does better than the other. And as you mentioned, you know, obviously we are fans of certain teams. Teams, but at the end of the day, you want to see really good cricket. And today, you did get to see really good cricket, even if it was punctuated by some really bad cricket, with especially some of the outfielding out there. It did bring us to that that sort of finale, which was gripping, nail-biting, and really some phenomenal performances uh, across the entire tour. Neil, I heard both Mike Atherton and uh, Nasser Hussain, I think, today, two very good commentators, before I slagged them off. But they they were describing that ca- that drop catch by um, Hardik Panjur on the boundary. I had to run about 20 yards to get to it, got both hands to it. He, he will think he should have taken it but they described it as a dolly has one day cricket got to such an extent that a boundary catch where you're running full pelt is described as a dolly these days yeah I think that was a little bit of artistic license considering the massive platitudes we gave to Chris Jordan for executing exactly the same thing I don't think it was a dolly the one for Stokes earlier on was several of the catches right at the end were but uh, the one for Sam Curran when he was on 20 odd No, I I think it was a tough catch. He'd have hoped to have taken it after he'd got there, but um, I'm not having too big a go in for that one. And the last uh, badger to bring in is uh, Dan. Uh, Dan, you're a little bit in love, aren't you, Daniel Kelly? You're a little bit in love with a certain left-handed Indian. I am indeed, yeah. My man Rishab, again, today. Phenomenal. I'm, I'm really gutted actually that he didn't um, go on to get his 100. I thought it was uh, written in the stars today that he was going to win the series for his team. But, you know, his, his contributions throughout in, you know, right from the very start has, has been phenomenal. And um, yeah, I just completely love watching him. I love everything about him. He's He, he seems just to play the game with such enthusiasm that um, everyone dreams of, you know, when they're young, sort of bringing it through, having a laugh, um, enjoying a game of cricket. And he just happens to be absolutely fantastic at it. <laughs> My name is Jacob and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast, then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Well, let's start with you, Dan. You stay with me because we're going to talk about, we're going to give out sort of semi-awards, I guess, really. We're going to kind of look back over the series and the three series and and pick out our favourite moment and also our favourite Indian player and our favourite English player as we've gone through the last couple of months. And I guess, go back to what you've just said, your favourite Indian has got to be Rishabh, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for all the reasons just, just mentioned, I think if there's one um, one takeaway from the series that is sort of set in stone is that Rishabh Pant is now a, a serious match winner in all forms of international cricket and everyone around the world will know that, definitely. I think it was Rob Key today said that every time he's seen him, he obviously had a big impact in Australia with the series win down there but he's he, he seems to grow every time you see him as a player he seems to be getting a little bit better whether that's confidence whether that's just hard work behind the scenes or a combination of all of that he's just getting better and better and better and and are you on the Rishabh bus when it comes to your favourite Indian over the last two months or is there a different candidate for you? 
It actually is Rishabh Pant. I think he has done a phenomenal job after especially, you know, what happened in 2019. He was at a place where he was very unsure about how he fits into the Indian national team. And now if you look at it, he's pretty much become a regular across the board. You know, if I had to throw in another name, and this is really more about the white ball cricket, I would throw in Bhuvneshwar Kumar. I think he's done an amazing job considering every match has been about six. And I think his economy rate is around four and taking a bunch of important wickets. I thought today as well, Boovy, he got a little bit of tapped in the early on from Jason Roy, bounced back with that four final ball and took out his stumps and showed his class. He's got that ball on a bit of a string at times, Boovy, and he's uh, looking forward to watching him bowling in the IPL as well. So we've had uh, the votes of Anand and Dan. Ash, you're an English fan, but obviously very appreciative of the the talents in that Indian camp. Is it another vote for Rishabh or you got somebody else in mind? I think it's got to be another vote for Rishabh and I must admit, Boovy and also Shara Fakou, who surprised me, have both really impressed me of late. But I think Rishabh Pant across all the series has just been spot on and he's clearly a match winner and a very good one at that. Now, man, your favourite Indian over the last couple of months. It could be just one test match that delighted you. Which name are you going to throw into the hat? For a change, I'll go with Shardul Thakur. I feel that in the absence of all the prime bowlers, he has done an exceptional job whenever he has got an opportunity, not only with the bowl, also with the bat. And he has turned down now to be a go-to bowler for the for Kohli. And I won't be surprised if he's also going to the World Cup for to represent in yeah, I, yes, Pant is obviously 100% is now the match winner. But uh, for me, even Shardul Thakur is, uh, has turned out to be exceptional on the entire tour. Neil, what about you for your favourite Indian of the last couple of months? Definitely Rishabh Pant um, across all the three formats. Given that everyone else has spoken about how amazing he is, I'd also like to shout out to um, R. Ashwin, who has proven why he's probably the preeminent spin bowler of uh, of the last 10 years. I thought he was absolutely superb um, yeah. with both ball and bat. Yeah, I think if you're going to you know, split this up, we haven't got time to do that today, but if you're going to split up for Test Series and then T20 Series and then ODI Series, R. Ashwin would be the Indian for the, uh, the, the Test part of that because he was absolutely extraordinary at times. Mirage? Same question to you. I think everybody has spoken highly of Rishabh Pan, but for me, two players who stand out were Shardul Thakur, definitely because he surprised me. No shame to admit, but you know, I had written Shardul Thakur off and with the likes of all the Premier Fast bowlers missing, the way Shardul Thakur chipped in with his performances was brilliant to watch. And the other player that I would want to pick in the T20 circuit especially would be Surya Kumar Yadav, even though he played just those solitary two games, but the impact that he had on those two games was beautiful to watch. He represents the new fearless brand of cricket this team wants to play in the coming years and with the T20 World Cup coming in it augurs well for the Indian side the fact that Kohli uh, sacrificed his position number three position uh, for Surya Kumar Yadav reflects uh, that you know such a talented player that he is and he was a treat to watch Raj you're on for a reason and that is because you mentioned Sky he's one of my favourites as well Um, I loved seeing him get his chance and he took it as well didn't he and uh, hopefully he'll get many more in the future Rito to finish off then with the favourite Indian who would be yours yeah, James, before I tell you who is my favourite Indian, a quick shout out to Akshat Patel. Let's not forget his heroics in the Test Series. He played three Test matches and had the English batsman on a string. I think he's about the fourth or fifth in terms of the most successful over his first three Test appearances. 27 wickets in three Test matches. You're quite right to remind us of him because, like I say, the Test Series does seem like a long time ago, but Axel Patel was superb. Yeah, but still my word goes to Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. He's just such a lovely guy. He had a torrid time of injuries off late. 
to, to come back in such a nice manner. I'm just delighted for him, even if he's in the opposition camp. Well, there we go then. Everybody's had their say, and I think it's nearly unanimous. We've had, obviously, mentions for Shadal Takir, R. Ashwin, and also Boovy as well, but pretty much my vote goes with him too. Rishabh Pant is our favourite Indian of the last couple of months. He's been absolutely fantastic throughout the Test Series, into the T20s, and then obviously through the ODIs as well. Rishabh Pant, take a bow, sir. You've been extraordinary and a joy to watch as well. It's that Badger style. Before we move any further on, we have a competition prize to give out because our friends at Black Rat Cricket have donated a cricket bat. If you've been listening throughout, you've heard the competition on the various podcasts as we've gone through the last few weeks, and we've had quite a few entries as well. I'm going to ask Ash to just uh, stand forward if you could. I'm just going to bring up my uh, list of entries here on my phone, and if you could give me a number between 1 and 263, please. Wow, I was expecting you to say between like 1 and 20. I'll go with... 128. 128. Now, see, I've saddled myself with a job here, haven't I? Because I've now got to count them down. <laughs> One second, everybody. Um, the winner is, 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 is... It's DJ Anisha. DJ, you are going to get that bat um, from London as well. So the postage is quite cheap as well for Black Rat too. They can just get it in the poster. UK style. They would have shipped it anywhere as well. But uh, DJ Anisha is the winner of the Black Rat bat. Look after it, DJ. Hope you score loads of runs with that. And congratulations on winning that competition. Thank you as well, obviously, to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these daily podcasts as we've gone through the last couple of months. They're going to renew and they're staying on through the IPL as well. Hopefully you do as well, listen because there's uh, two months of IPL cricket just around the corner and a lot of our badges on here I think um, I'm right in saying that Ash isn't going to be joining us on the IPL coverage Sam won't be either but apart from that I think everybody else that you've heard on the India Against England daily podcast will be back representing their favourite franchises in the IPL coverage too so we did it in the autumn we've only had to wait six months for it to come around again and we've got another IPL about to get underway on the 9th of April we'll do a few preview shows as well in the run up to the so I think from about, I think it's the 2nd or the 3rd of April, you'll start seeing the IPL Daily Podcast starting to appear. So uh, subscribe and like and do all of those things as well on the uh, whatever platform you listen to it on. And then you'll see those starting to land in your inbox or however it appears on whatever podcast platform you listen on. So stay with us through the IPL. Elvis Presley once said, we're caught in a trap. We can't get out, but we might be able to soon. Hopefully COVID-19 will be behind us and we can get back on the cricket pitch this summer. And you need to make it count. BlackRatCricket.com They have an original range, a rodent range, a little rat range. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count. BlackRatCricket.com Join the infestation. And uh, let's move on to our favourite Englishman as we've gone through this tour. Probably slightly less massive performances from the Englishman, it has to be said. They've lost all three series, although they got close in both white ball formats. So let's start with you, Ash. Who would be your favourite Englishman to remember from the last couple of months? It might even be Joe Roo. 
that double century in the first test match, if you go all the way back to that, it might even be Joe Root and that stayed in your memory all the way through. But who would be your favourite Englishman? If we were thinking back to Sri Lanka as well, I'd probably go Root. Well, well, no, well, no we're not. We're not. We're not, <laughs> though, actually, are we? We're not. You know the, you know what podcast you're on. <laughs> I'm just can't can't forget about all them double tons. <laughs> just can't help myself. But I'm gonna go for Mark Wood. He has really impressed me. He's battled through a couple of illnesses and, and niggles along the way. And his bowling, especially in the T20s, uh, really, really impressed me. I've always liked Mark Wood. I've always thought he was a very good player, but I feel like he's just added that little bit to his game that has made him that little bit more effective, especially in the white ball stuff. And I mean, who doesn't enjoy watching a bowler come flying in and bowling at 145 plus over and over again? I totally agree with you. He's been brilliant, hasn't he? Three more wickets for him today, even though I think he was a little bit off colour. And today he still ran in and uh, gave everything he's got. He always does, doesn't he, Mark Wood? And uh, I think that's a terrific nomination. I said, actually, you know, obviously Joffre's pulled out of the IPL now. I know Mark Wood wants to spend some time at home and it's not all about the cash and stuff. But if I was Mr. Rajasthan Royals, I would be on the phone to Mark Wood saying, can you come out? We will give you whatever you want. Come out and replace Joffre because I think he's a terrific bowler and it would be nice to see him in the IPL. But I can totally understand why he wants to go back and spend some time with his young family. Anand, English player. What about you? You know, there's plenty of great, good performances out there. So you would look at Root and probably even Leach for his 18 wickets in the test ma- uh, during the test series. Also, I think Bearstow, you know, after the test series, he did really well to come back in the white ball cricket. But really, I'm going to go with Ash here, Mark Wood. It's been fun to watch that pace and it's been fast and it's been furious and it's great to watch really high quality pace bowling against some good batsmen. So it's been an absolute pleasure to watch him play. Yeah, Mark will get another vote as well. Right. Let's uh, move further down the list. Daniel, what about you? I'm going to go with Mark Wood as well. Um, I know it sounds like I'm following trend. Um, it's great to see him, you know, play the game with a smile on his face like he always does. And I think that some of the speeds he was hitting in the T20 series were phenomenal to watch. He had, he really did trouble most of the Indian players he was bowling at. And I think for England to have a, a really good chance in the, the T20 World Cup, I think it's so crucial that they're going to have to get Archer and Wood firing together because I think in terms of the express pace options around the world I don't think a, a tandem can necessarily match them two um, in terms of you know for strike bowling um, yeah Mark Wood definitely feels like the Eurovision Song Contest Mark Wood's now at top of the uh, pile is it going to change now man who would your vote be for yeah, being a huge fan of Red Bull cricket, I'll go with Jack Leach. I feel he was just exceptional and also I believe that uh, he was the one bowler who had a great impact on Indian batsmen and taking 18 wickets in India. Also, he was just exceptional on Sri Lanka tour. It's not easy to keep performing like that in Asian conditions. Uh, yes, uh, Mark Wood was there, but being a good fan, huge fan of Red Bull cricket, I'll go with Leach. I feel he was just terrific. Neil, what about you? Mark Wood was excellent, but- but I'm going to go with Bairstow. Um, I think his white ball excellence against spin has led to him being thrown under the bus a bit as far as the test team goes. Um, I don't think he's a, a test number three. Possibly he could do very well with some form lower down. But then with the uh, white ball two series, he showed that he is potentially an all-time great opener. Um, he was absolutely superb throughout the T20s and the ODIs. After the trouble he had and the sacrifices he made for the test side, um, it was great to see him do really well there. And he's a sunriser. I was going to mention that, <laughs> that you're going to be our sunrisers representative on the IPL dailies. But in all seriousness, really good news, isn't it, for the sunrisers? They look like they're going to get a bear so that's uh, fit and firing. Absolutely. If we can get him and Warner, Williamson all firing well, then you know, if we've got 
five or six people fighting for those four spots, then that's the ideal place. So seeing Johnny do well ahead of the IPL is a great, great thing. Got two more votes then. Raj, what about you for your favourite Englishman over the last couple of months? Mark Wood has been excellent in the power play, but the only thing that I will hold against Mark Wood was I was not very impressed with Mark Wood bowling at the death. So my vote goes for Adil Rashid. Uh, the fact that, you know, spin problems have resurfaced for the Indian side, especially in these conditions in the last two white ball series, you know, there was a lot of high scoring games and you know it was not difficult for the spin bowlers a lot of spin bowlers taking beating especially the Indian side so as an Indian fan you know I was envious of the lines and lengths which Rashid bowled you know he was very difficult to get off stalwarts like Kohli and Rohit Sharma you know you could not pick him so that's why my vote goes to Adil Rashid If Adil Rashid was Indian and it's a stretch but if he was would would he make it into that side would you think he'd walk in would Virat Kohli welcome him and have him as his number one spinner Definitely in white ball cricket, you know, we are not blessed with, uh, say, a spinner who bowls defensive lengths. You know, currently we have the likes of Yuzvendra Chahal, Kuldeep Yadav. All these are, you know, traditional orthodox spinners. And what you need in white ball cricket at the moment is the one who bowls defensive lengths, those hard lengths, which is very difficult to get off. And the kind of googlies that he bowls, he mixes his lengths very nicely. So definitely he walks in straight into his Indian 11. Rita, what about you, your favourite Englishman over the last uh, couple of months? Well, my vote goes to the evergreen James Anderson. Although at the start of the series he had 600 plus wickets but still there were critics in India questioning whether he's a great bowler hopefully after the way he bowled in the series even though he didn't get Virat Kohli out he should have got him out in the day night test match he has put them to bed now I think that's a really good shout Ashley Rito it does feel like as I keep saying a long time ago since we've seen Jimmy running in because we've been so invested in this series we've moved on to the white ball stuff but it shouldn't be forgotten just how good Jimmy Anderson was in those test matches his economy rate through Sri Lanka we're not allowed to mention that though Ash into India um, was absolutely extraordinary so Jimmy Anderson hats off to him as well but my vote I'm going to add it to the Mark Wood column he's won anyway so it makes no difference and I can't actually overtake him if I vote for anybody else so Mark Wood is our favourite Englishman of the last two months so take a bow the uh, Ashington Express been superb watching him hopefully he stays fit and firing and has a big summer into the World Cup because he's going to be very useful I think for that England team Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Right then, to finish off with, fellas, and this could go anywhere, um, I've asked you to think about your favourite moments. It could be a day at the Test match, it could be just one ball, it could be anything. That just that you're maybe in 10 years' time when you're asked to think back to this Indian tour, a moment that will just stick with you for some reason. Neil, 
let's start with you on that one. Where would uh, what would come into your mind? I think there are two moments that You're only allowed me... one. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I think it's going to be a popular one. Just ahead of Virat trying to review Gang Clean Bold was Rishabh Pant reverse sweeping the greatest fast bowler of all time over the slip cordon. Um, I thought that was just unbelievable hubris from um, the young lad, and it proves what a great player he could be. I'm pleased you actually did get you to him because I'd actually forgotten that Virat Kohli moment when Moeen Ali bowled him and he stood there bewildered. I mean, people talk about it as if he was not going to walk and he was going to review it. He was just absolutely stunned, wasn't he? He was stunned that he'd been got out and he same again today almost when uh, Moeen Ali bowled him today after he stood away to leg and he just looked down at the track and thought, how how has how has he bowled me? I am Virat Kohli. How has this happened? And I just love the look on his face when that when that goes down. Um, Daniel Kelly. What about you? When you're asked in 10 years' time and you're sat there with your pipe in your slippers, what is going to come into your head? I was also torn between two. The pan uh, reverse ramp shot was one of them, but the other one that I was going to go for was the magical Jimmy Anderson over in the first test. It, you know, one of the greatest overs that you'll ever see bowled in test cricket. And I think it will stand the test of time. You mentioned, um, you know, thinking about a moment that you'll recall in 10 years' time. I think that's the one. And it was just an absolute full stop on all the um you know all the all the critics who say Anderson can't do it away from home well there's your answer and I think how good that over was and obviously you think about how good Jimmy Anderson is probably in 10 years time when we look back at Jimmy Anderson's career that's one moment that's going to stand out from his entire career isn't it that over was just extraordinary the fact that he he got the ball to do exactly what he wanted K.R. Rahul is a very good player he could have had him out first ball got him out second ball and he was just absolutely superb he did indeed did you you said Rahul then James I think it was Gil and Rahani wasn't it oh it's Rahani wasn't it yeah, it's, honestly, it's, it's that's so long ago. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a long time ago. But yeah, it's just um, it's ironic that the the probably the one Jimmy Anderson moment that you, it's like you said, you'll see played to be a, a snippet of his career and how great he was will be an over in India, you know, and that's a, a nice little twist on things. Raj, what about you? What are you going to remember? I think what I remember is uh, the blurred background of uh, Hardik Pandya clapping for Krunal Pandya when he reached his half century. So that was a special moment because both remembering the sacrifices their father made for them, that was really, really special. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that is very worthy of mention. It was something that uh, we obviously spoke about on the podcast for those couple of days. And it's just, it was. A, I thought it was a beautiful moment. It was a very sad moment, a beautiful moment of two brothers that have just risen up to the very top of their game and combining for India, Krunal on his debut, making a 50, getting his cap looking up to the sky, making his 50 looking up to the sky, and then the embrace and that interview, that very emotional interview. It was That is a moment I will definitely remember as well. So, um, well played, Raj, bringing that one up. Rito, what about you? Well, it's hard to look past Jimmy's magical over, really, those deliveries that he bought. It's just magical. I think Channel 4 uploaded it on Twitter and I just quietly downloaded it on my mobile phone and I will watch that over time again and again. <laughs> no, man. For me, it is the entry of uh, Sky into the international cricket that first pull shot to Archer close to 150 and that pose and the ball and the his look and everything was just phenomenal and uh, I was waiting for him 
uh, everyone was waiting for him to get a game but uh, that particular delivery and the his entry he everyone was just uh, in awe of uh, that particular shot and it was just terrific anand so there's there are quite a few moments but the one moment is when rohit i'm a badass sharma second test of the series india has already lost the first test shubman gill pujara kohli all in the hutch and sharma decides to make 161 on a pitch that's spinning and make batting look easy i think that was a great knock and i do think that that changed the trajectory of the series i like that one ash what about you i wanted to go jimmy but it's been mentioned too many times from well, our you, you, can, you can have it again it's all right i'm going to go for someone different i'm going to go for a more recent one and i'm going to go for the 11 balls that to ben stokes to get from 50 to 95 because don't think i've seen 11 better balls of batting in a long long time and it'll, it'll get forgotten because it ended up in being in a losing series but it was an amazing display of batting for a couple of overs. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, um, I think you've covered that really nicely. A big variety. Richard Pamp's reverse sort of scoop over the slips off uh, off Jimmy Anderson, no least. The uh, Jimmy Anderson over that was just very, very special indeed. The Pandya brothers and their emotional tribute to their father. I think that is well worthy of mention. Rohit Sharma and uh, his 161. Surya Kumi Yadav making his way into the Indian side. And uh, Ben Stokes, his fireworks to take himself nearly to 100 nearly to 100 from 50 to 100 was uh, rather exceptional I think we've covered that quite nicely and I don't think we need to have a winner to be honest from that because I think that list is just a very nice list to kind of stick on something on the fridge and just remember this series with great fondness because it's two terrific sides India control those test matches deserve to win those test matches I'm not even going to mention that P word about the bit they played on because that's all in the past now India were the better team and outspun England in that test series. We came to the T20 internationals. England got their noses ahead. India fought back and took that 3-2. But two terrific T20 sides that are going to be right up there when it comes to the T20 World Cup in a few months' time. And then we saw today the culmination of a terrific ODI series as well, with Sam Curran nearly taking England home, with Virat Kohli getting his hands on that trophy as well. It's been two terrific sides, loads of fantastic memories from this series in India, and uh, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been looking forward, I said it right at the start, I've been looking forward to that test series for some time. It didn't disappoint and it hasn't disappointed all the way through. The only sadness really is it is COVID and there's been no fans in there to enjoy it apart from obviously just right in the middle. We had a few fans in, didn't we, in, in Armandabad. Before we go, though, obviously looking ahead to the IPL, which is going to start, we'll be doing our daily podcast there. Anand, I'll bring you back in. Um, Mumbai Indians, Badger on the uh, podcast, obviously successful last year. You know my allegiances tend to go towards the Mumbai Indians as well, but they're going to be the team to stop again, aren't they? Yeah, I think they look very well set. I mean, we saw both the Pandyas do well and we've seen Sky and Ishan Kishan also do well. And then in the rest of the international cast is again fabulous. Uh, Yeah, I got my hopes up. And uh, you've got, uh, obviously, You've got your sunrises there. We spoke about them a little bit before they came. Was it third last year, wasn't it? Um, Can they go that little bit better? Potentially. Um, I I still have some reservations lower down the order, but if uh, we can find some way around those um, and Trevor gets everyone fired up to play some exciting cricket, 
then make the playoffs and play uh, some exciting stuff and I'll be a happy man. Now, man, you've jumped a ship, haven't you? Back to your CSK for this season. Um, CSK had, a, had, had the worst performance, didn't they, in the history of the IPL or their history at the IPL. They've got a bit of work to do, haven't they, to try and get themselves back on uh, an even keel. It's going to be neutral grounds again, so they're not going to have their home spinning tracks. Can you see them bouncing back? Absolutely. And I feel uh, with the Raina's, uh, Raina has come back and I feel Shardul Thakur after so much of experience in the last three months these are going to be the players to watch out for along with uh, Ruturaj the young openers and the other players as well uh, Imran Tahir I feel he'll be playing a lot of uh, matches uh, he did not play in the last edition and I am excited to see uh, this team to come back and show why they are number one uh, along with uh, Mumbai Indians Rito you are being loyal to KKR and you stayed with them can you see them going a little bit better than they did last year they were kind of they, they flattered to deceive a little bit last season and they had a couple of good performances and then a couple of bad ones they need a bit more consistency yeah that has been the problem really James for the past two seasons it has been quite a underwhelming past two seasons for KKR but a new season new hopes hopefully under Owen Morgan and Brendan McClum they will win the trophies for the first time since 2014 and let's finish with Dan you're going to be looking after the Delhi Capitals for us on the podcast and let's finish with that man Rishabh Pant I think I'm going to speak for the Badgers but I think he is the man of the series if we're going to basically just pick one fella they've lost Shreyas Ayer but Rishabh Pan is going to go into the IPL with his confidence sky high isn't he playing superb cricket he could absolutely illuminate that tournament he's going to be absolutely raring to go as well after last year relatively um, lean IPL in terms of what we know he's capable of now and yeah 2021 is going to be the year of pant in the IPL <laughs> he's going to have us all panting um, so the IPL <laughs> just around the corner so make sure you stay tuned for that because we'll be back all the way through every single day of that competition all that leaves me to say is thank you everybody out there for listening thank you for all of your tweets and your emails and your questions and everything uh, around the uh, tour it's been much appreciated and it's always good when you're doing a podcast like this to know people are listening and you've been listening in your numbers so that is much appreciated and last but not least thank you to every Every one of my fan badges to Knuckle and Sam who haven't been able to join us tonight but to Anand and to Ash and to Dan and to Naman and to Neil and to Raj and to Rito who have been on today's podcast um, absolutely brilliant they have been they come on I don't pay them they do it for the love of cricket and they come on and their enthusiasm and their knowledge and their passion for the sport shines through so thank you very much indeed to each and every one of the fan badges and all that leads me to say is I've been James the Cricket Badger and I won't see you again tomorrow but I'll see you again very very soon as soon as the IPL gets underway thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening Sports Social Podcast Network